fast forward a few months and our marriage went from good to like smoking great. It wow. was like an order of a magnitude difference. But a lot of it was because we were putting in the hard work. We're having the hard conversations. We're being really vulnerable. You're listening to Trade Secrets with Oliver and Denise. If you work for Microsoft, you can't share operational secrets with someone from Apple. Yeah, that's true. But in relationships, though, it's a little different. We should share the good, the bad, all of those types of things that help our relationships to grow. Yeah, you're right about that. And I feel like the information shared in these conversations will do just that. So let's dive into today's episode. What's up, family? Hey, guys. It is another episode of Trade Secrets. We are so grateful, first of all, that you are taking the time to hang out with us Mm -hmm. from episode to episode. We ask that you subscribe if you haven't subscribed already, that you share this with someone, that you rate the podcast, because when you do that, it allows the podcast to begin to rise in the podcast ranking world and we want to do that because we want to get this in front of more people listen we're we are excited as we are about every episode right we're we're excited about this because well first of all before i say because why who who tell them who we're talking to and then i'll talk about why i'm excited so excited so today we're going to be listening to dan purcell And Dan and his lovely wife, Emily, are the founders of Get Your Marriage On. They offer apps, a podcast, live events, and coaching for couples. Phenomenal stuff that they have going on. So so you said we're going to be listening. So actually, yeah, I know. That's why I paused you, and looked yeah, at you. Yeah, you're going to be listening. <laughs> we're going to be talking. <laughs> well, we're going to be listening too because we, we love to listen to these episodes over and over, over again. Over and over, yeah. And, and so listen, the reason why I'm excited is because if you guys have been paying any attention to us, if you've been following us on social media, you know that we've been talking about this app that has fast become mm, our favorite. Favorite, favorite. And so I'm excited. We're excited about (laughs) this particular interview because Dan Purcell, and you'll hear this. We'll talk about it more in the interview, in the conversation that's coming up. Dan Purcell and his wife are the creators of this app. Yeah, really great app. I just love it. And you'll find out more about the app and you'll find out where you can get the app by listening to the episode. So listen, we're going to stop talking. We're going to jump right into the conversation. It is a great conversation. All right. Hope you go. enjoy. Thank you so much. Yeah. We're excited about yeah, this one. Yeah. Cause you know, we've, we've been kind of, we've been plugging this, this, this mm-hmm. app, man, that's been fast become our favorite, one of our favorites. Right. Yes. So um, listen, Dan, thank you for taking the time out. Let's get that up front because I want to jump right in mm-hmm. to how this all came about. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, you'll find out soon when we're talking about this app that has is becoming a fast favorite. Yes. We'll talk, we'll dig into it soon. But I want to go back. So I want to go back to where it all began because you guys are doing phenomenal things for marriages mm-hmm. and in the space of building intimacy and getting couples to as as the name of your 
company and website says get, get your, your marriage, marriage on. on. So yeah, where where right. did that where did that passion come from? What's the backstory? So um, my wife and I both come from good families, and um, I would say we've we've had a really good marriage. We have six kids, so mm-hmm. life at home is crazy. When my wife was pregnant with our with our baby, uh, so that was four years ago. Um, I had a conversation with a friend that really made me think about my marriage a lot. So, um, although we've had a good marriage when it came to sex and intimacy, we realized there's a lot that we didn't know and a lot we didn't understand. And we wanted to get answers, but we didn't want to Google our questions because we didn't know what was going to come up. <laughs> right. And we just didn't want to go there just because, I don't know, just kind of it's like a landmine out there. Yeah. Right. How to Definitely. navigate it. It seems scary at the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yet we both, my wife and I both realized there's a lot more to our sexual relationship than we're probably enjoying. We're probably living beneath our privileges right now. Mm. So there's, we need to learn more. So I think for the first time in our marriage, we had some really deep conversations about us and our relationship and about our sexual relationship, but also all other kinds of like, how are we doing with this? How are we doing with that? Like, it was really cool. We were both really vulnerable. And these mm-hmm. conversations lasted for hours at night, sometimes like to, to 2 a.m. or whatever, night after night. Wow. And uh, just a lot of exploring together and just kind of really like, what do you believe? What do you think? So it was like the result of all these conversations was kind of like a renaissance of our marriage. It was like a rebirth of mm-hmm. our marriage. And it was probably like a number of things. A, it was kind of heavy on my mind because that conversation I had with a friend that really made me think about my marriage more. Mm-hmm. B, our youngest, well, she's pregnant with our youngest. So, you know, family is heavy on our mind. Mm-hmm. And our oldest is about 12 at that time and, and responsible enough that my wife and I can leave the house to go on a date once a week. Mm-hmm. So we're getting a little bit more time than we used to before. So we're like emerging out of the like, parenting chaos and just always tired phase to like recognizing there's another person there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fast forward a few months and our marriage went from good to like smoking great. It was like an order of a magnitude difference, but a lot of it was because we were putting in the hard work. We're having the hard conversations. We're being really vulnerable. We're needing to like both of us, learning to like sacrifice a little more mm-hmm. for the other person's comfort and benefit mm-hmm. in a, I think in a selfless way and kind of understanding how like, Oh, my behavior over there kind of made you feel this way. And your behavior over here is making me feel that way. And just kind of really looking at our marriage as a system and how to like improve on that. Uh, we read a lot of books. Mm, we uh, One of the first books we read together was The Good Girl's Guide to Great Sex mm-hmm. by Sheila Ray Gregoire. Yep. Mm-hmm. Great, great and read. We loved it because it had a Christian perspective. Mm-hmm. So it felt safe to us as Christians to read. Mm-hmm. But the book isn't like lame at all. It's like right. a lot of detail. It was really helpful for us. And that was like the springboard to like this next book and this next book. So in like a 12-month span, we read 12 marriage and sex books together. Okay. Wow. That's Man, great. That, I, I want to, and I know I'll let you keep going, but I want to pick out something you said because it, it, it lines up with something we always say, right? We always tell couples to have a conversation. Yeah. And I appreciate that you said, hey, you had to have the hard conversations. Mm-hmm. 
you had to talk about it. There had to be some dialogue. There had to be some give and take and some sharing and some level of vulnerability yeah. to get to that place, right? Where you saw your your marriage and, and, and sexual intimacy go from good to smoking, as you put it, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so I, I appreciate that. And for those that are listening, it is so important because often, especially in this particular area of sexual intimacy Mm -hmm. it is something that we don't talk about yeah that if for some reason it's just so taboo and we just leave everything to chance and then we wonder why things aren't going the way we want them to go so thank you so much for for putting that nugget in there because that's so so (laughs) crucial so so now your your marriage is like on fire yeah, things it's on are, fire. Things are moving and, like, and shaking. The sky is bluer, <laughs> the grass is greener, and like there's a bounce in my step. <laughs> I'm whistling while I work, you know. <laughs> Everything's like great. And um, we just can't get enough of each other. We're flirting again. It's like it was so awesome. And I part of me is like, I wish I knew this stuff earlier. Mm-hmm. I wish someone like told me this stuff better. Cause even there, there's like little I don't know. I'm admitting some of my ignorance here. Like little things like the fact that most women don't orgasm through intercourse alone. Mm-hmm. You need right. to, it takes different, it takes other kinds of stimulation for mm-hmm. her pleasure. Like I was like, how come no one taught me that? Like <laughs> that's really important to know. Right. Um, little things like that are important, but mm-hmm. also that um, just how important intimacy is as a whole. And I don't mean intimacy as a euphemism mm-hmm. for sex. I mean, it as like a really deep knowing and, yes. and be allowing someone to really know you deeply yeah. too. Like that's such an important aspect for mm-hmm. a happy marriage yeah. and how to do that. No one really like tells you how to do that. So we had to learn it the hard way. Um, my background is in software development. I run a software development company. We build apps mm-hmm. and I thought, you know what, this would probably be a fun app if it was like a bedroom game. Cause that was one of the things that helped us too. games got us out of our shell. Okay. It made things kind of playful and fun and you can like try new things. And if it doesn't work out, no big deal. Cause Hey, it's just a game. Right. We're just playing. Mm-hmm. So having that, like that game mentality was like an important part of our like, turned into an important part of our lovemaking style because it made it playful. Mm-hmm. And when you're playful, then you're just enjoying each other. And it's right. you're less concerned about the performance or less concerned about like the outcome. You're yeah. just there to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And so we look on the app store and most of the apps on the app store are crass. They're raunchy. It's mm-hmm. like, they're all trying to muscle for first place. Who can be the most X rated type of an app that Apple or Google would barely allow on the app store. Right. So, which was against our values. We didn't want that. We didn't want something crass or raunchy. So we thought, Hey, we could probably make our own. That's and probably be the first in the world at being clean mm-hmm. and really helpful. So that's, that's what we created. And that's the intimately us app, man. And I'm telling you folks, the this app, app is amazing. And, and it's not, it's not your <laughs> only app, right? I know we're harping on that, but there's some other apps too, that, um, I haven't looked at all of them, but I the one that I did look at was the Just Between Us. I do have that one as well, which yeah. is the yes. messaging one. Yeah. I haven't dug into the counseling one yet, but that's going to be next. But those two, because I've dug into them, mm-hmm. phenomenal, mm-hmm. man, phenomenal. So tell, tell yeah. us a little bit about that. Tell us a little bit about the app and... Listen, we want folk to get it, so don't give away all don't give away all the goods that's in the app. But give us a little oh, taste good. of what 
folks can expect when they grab that app? Well, the nice thing about the app is if you and your spouse both download it, you can sync your app together. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like the information you put in the app shows up on your spouse's app. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things. It's really designed for, for couples. Yeah. So one is a, one whole section of the app is all devoted to bedroom games. And that's kind of what we talked about a little bit here. Mm-hmm. That's like a game you can play. Uh, you can take turns. It, it gets spicier as the game progresses. Mm-hmm. And we have, we keep adding new games and new stuff. Uh, one of the newer ones we added was Sexy Twister. Instead of playing Twister, that map with like right hand yellow or right. you know mm-hmm. left foot blue or whatever. Instead of a mat, you, you, your your spouse's body is your mat. So it's mm-hmm. like yeah. right hand, shoulder, or mm-hmm. you know other body parts. And it's supposed to be goofy. It's supposed to be funny. We got other games in there where it's like a board game. And as you land on a tile, you draw a card and you do the action that's on the, that's on the card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with all these games though, we, we want to make, cu- make sure couples are comfortable with it. So it's hundred percent completely customizable. You can choose what types of things you can include or not include in case you're not comfortable with like a certain category of sexual behaviors, for instance. And um, you can also with the premium version, you can create your own game actions to play those. That's nice. I think that's really great that you can, it's customizable because honestly, not all couples are going to be comfortable with all things. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when you, when you go to, I don't know where even you purchase these things from, we typically get them online, but when you get these couples board games or whatever, they're not customizable. It's just what you see is what you get. And so I really love that this is customizable. Very, very good. Yeah, it's yeah. it's excellent. And there's a piece that I love too, right? There's for those of you listening, there's so many components of this app. So many. The the one thing, well, there's several, <laughs> let's be honest. But the thing that stood out to me was that there is a learning, there's an educational component. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you spoke to all of the apps that are crashed and you know that just don't really kind of line up with our values. It's really when you go to those apps, because I'll, I'll be honest, I've been to on some of them just to kind of see what's happening. You know, you're going to get a gazillion positions yeah. and you're going to get, you know, just all this like the, the act. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It focuses on the act and all the, you know, wildness swinging from the chandeliers that you can do. But there's no educational component. There's no learning component. And that's what I love about this app that you created. You can actually go and read articles. You can look at um, interviews from some of, you know, some of our favorite folks in the in the intimacy space Mm -hmm. and actually gain some knowledge and learning and some things that can help us have those conversations. So I love that piece, man. And I I thank you for for adding that piece as well. Yeah. About that learning, too. We've Mm -hmm. worked with experts in the field. So we try to make super sure all that information is like very correct Mm -hmm. and very helpful. There's articles in there about how to do certain techniques. Like, how do I uh, like fill in the blank? Like for a sexual technique. But there's also articles on like what to do about like des- desire discrepancy, which is mm-hmm. one of the most common mm-hmm. issues yeah. when yeah. it comes to intimacy and marriage, and yeah. how to navigate through that. Um, yeah. Things like that too. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's that's good. And I and that's the piece that I appreciate the most because. Well, I keep saying the most. There's so much on there that I love, but but I, but I do appreciate that piece because what that does for couples 
is it gives them some, it gives them a baseline, right? Because there are some people that are in different stages of their relationship, right? There's some people that can go to one section of your app and they can be ready for that. They can yes. be ready for the positions and the daily challenges and all of those things that happen. And then there's some people who have to start where you started with the conversation, conversation. Yeah. and actually familiarizing themselves with what these conversations should even be, be about. You know, and so giving some every couple, whatever stage they are in this journey, an opportunity to plug in, I think is um, was phenomenal um, thinking on you guys part, man. So that that is that's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I I want to shift for a second because I know we're harping on this app, but you do something for men that I think is outstanding. <laughs> and so I just want to talk about it a little bit. You talk about how there isn't really a lot of information out there and guidance for men, but there's a plethora of guidance for women as it relates to sexual intimacy. And you yeah. created something as a result. Talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. So uh, I mentioned like one of the first books my wife and I read, The Good Girl's Guide to Great Sex. Mm -hmm. It's the primary audience is women. Then the next right. book we read was called Knowing Her Intimately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Primarily for women. Yeah. And then the next book we read, primarily for women. <laughs> and there's some for like couples. And there's like some pretty good books. They're like a his book and a her book, like mm. a combo. But yeah. like you buy them as a set. Right. And, and there's those, but there's just like uh, maybe it's more prevalent in the more uh, conservative religious uh, cultures. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the materials, like the coaching programs and the classes you can take, they're really targeting women. And that's that's great. And that's fine because there's definitely a market for that. Mm -hmm. But here I am as a guy wanting to learn the stuff. Like there's a great coach and she's a female and she's only coaching female. Like right. I, I would love. I can't sign up for that. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. There's nothing wrong with that, but yeah. I would really like there to be more resources for men. And I think a lot of men uh, struggle with similar issues in their marriage. Mm -hmm. um, I had a call. I had a phone call today from a gentleman married 25 years. Uh, great guy, like maybe husband of the year, like fantastic guy. And their marriage is great mm -hmm. except for sexual intimacy. Yeah. When it comes to that, uh, so he's telling me his issues such as like, she, she never, she's never in the mood. She doesn't, she never initiates. I tell her to go get, go see a doctor mm -hmm. to get like, maybe it's her hormones out of whack yep. or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't, I tell her you need to sign up for this, you know, online course taught by a, a great mm -hmm. coach. Who's also female, like for women, like all those things. Yep. Yeah. And she doesn't, she has no desire for that. And I'm lost. I don't know what to do. Anyway, I'm, I'm hearing him talk and poor guy, but only if he understood how much he has a role in the kind of marriage he's co-constructed with his wife. Mm -hmm. We often like when we have problems, it's so easy in human nature to point the finger at the other person. Like you've got a problem Yep. rather than in looking at introspectively, how am I contributing to a kind of climate or kind of right. a marriage this is. Yeah. And the reality is marriages are a system. Like it's like a loop. Yeah. And so what one person does, the other person reacts and responds, which feeds the feedback loop. So marriages are a system. So inadvertently he's co-constructed this marriage where he made 
sex become a need for him so that when he feel when he like his value as a husband goes up and down mm. based on whether or not his wife is enthusiastically responding to his overtures for sex. Right. Mm, gotcha. So on the rare times, like she's enthusiastic about it. He's on cloud nine. He's feeling great. And then uh, most of the time when she's not as enthusiastic about his overtures, he's down in the dumps. He's feeling terrible. Yeah. So he's based his value as a husband on how she is responding. Yeah. So he's kind of given up his sense of control and his sense of self to a degree over to his wife. She didn't ask for that. She doesn't want that, but that's, that's this dynamic that's created in their marriage. Mm. This is a very common dynamic I see in a lot of, a lot of men who feel like they're not getting the type of sexual relationship they want. So my coaching program helps men kind of zoom out and see themselves in the system and see exactly what behaviors are doing that are contributing to the problem so that they can fix themselves and become a better man. And how we do that, it's kind of funny to say, I don't think it's funny, actually. I think it's great to say it. Male sexuality, the foundation of it all comes down to honesty and integrity. Mm. So we talk about what that means and how to live more honestly and with more integrity in your marriage mm. and within yourself. And that le- leads you to become more uh, strong as a person, more emotionally self-reliant. And when you have those things in place, then sex all of a sudden doesn't turn into something that you depend on for your own sense of value and well-being. It's something you still desire and want, but um, then it changes the whole game. And as a result, as a byproduct, it makes you more desirable. Mm. Wow. That's yeah. phenomenal. Listen, more desirable. So that's great. That's, like that's, what we, that's what we teach. I like it. For those of you who are listening, you just got a blueprint. I yeah. hope you hope you realize that, right? You know, men's sexuality, Honesty and integrity. I love that. That's and, great. And, and it's interesting, right? Because as men, we are guilty of that, right? The approach that we take, actually, what you're saying is, is detrimental to the process. Yes. If you're just feeding that loop. Yeah. Right. And once we zoom out, as you said, and are able to see and, and look through a different lens, it actually makes us more desirable. Yeah, that is makes you stronger, and people are attracted to strong people. Yes, men and women yes. are attracted to strong men are are attracted to strong women, and strong women are attracted to strong men. So that's out, man. That's outstanding. Listen, mm-hmm. fellas that are listening, listen. You just got you just got some game from Dan. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> you, so <laughs> write it down, write it down, and get into that coaching program. I was going to say, and and get right. this coaching, this which is, we'll talk about how you can do that in in a little while. Yeah, this is great. Excellent, excellent. Awesome. So, how give it? I have a question for you, not necessarily regarding the men's coaching. I think it's phenomenal, but I have a question as far as couples being vulnerable with each other and having these conversations that are sometimes difficult. Especially if, for for example, for me, I'm what we call a procrastinator when it comes to having conversation. It's difficult for me to just come right out and say whatever is on my mind. I need time to process. And, you know, there may be some things that Oliver wants to talk to me about, but I'm a little uncomfortable about. How would a couple go about 
setting boundaries and talking about their likes and their dislikes. And, you know, if they're uncomfortable talking about these things, where does a wife say, well, I'm not comfortable with that? Or a husband say, I'm not comfortable with that. How do you set those boundaries without offending your spouse? I have two thoughts on that. I want to address the first thing that you talked about where you're like, I need some space here to think about how I feel about that. Right. I think that's a wonderful thing. And I've changed my mind about procrastination (laughs) lately. And I got this from a book, so it's not my idea. But I agree with this to to a degree. When it comes to relationships, if you find yourself procrastinating about something, Mm -hmm. there's probably wisdom in that. Lean into that and think about what is it? What is my procrastination trying to teach me? Mm. You find yourself procrastinating about it. What's, what's, what's the wisdom in that? Like, for instance, you know, he asked me to talk about this with him and Mm I, I haven't done it yet. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of procrastinating doing that. Is it so like, give yourself a timeout and like, think, what is this teaching me? What is this trying to tell me? Is it, Mm -hmm. is it bringing up an insecurity within me? Yeah. Is it bringing up something that I'm anxious about the way he might respond? Mm. Like there's wisdom in procrastination. We can learn a lot of things on, like, if you find yourself procrastinating, take a time out and like really think about why am I procrastinating about it? There's tons you can learn from that. Yeah, mm. that's good. Second thing about boundaries. So boundaries, healthy boundaries are necessary if you're going to love anybody. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, Uh, And a boundary is always uh, like me focused and self-focused. It's like saying, uh, for instance, I don't know, let's say you had a boundary around like cussing or bad words. Like if you use those words, I'm going to leave the room or Mm -hmm. you might like smoking, like you have a friend that smokes. Mm -hmm. Like if you smoke in my car, I'll ask you to get out of my car. Like those are our boundaries because the boundary is good because it's on what I will do. Yeah. It's not what you will do. Like, if you do this, you will do that. That's that's not a boundary. Right. So, right. like, having safe boundaries in intimate relationships is like, if you touch me in this way, I will leave the room or I will ask you to stop mm-hmm. or I will whatever. And so boundaries are necessary if you're going to have any relationship. If there's no boundaries, then you have no self. And you have no self, yeah. then you're going to feel awful about yourself. Right. You feel awful about your spouse. There's going to be a lot of resentment. So boundaries are fantastic. Mm-hmm. It is really anxious. Like if your spouse really, really wants to do this particular sex act, let's say, and you don't feel good about it, mm-hmm. you and you know, like you don't want to disappoint or whatever. You're going to have those feelings, but you're also going to feel like, no, I, I'm really not interested in this. This is not a turn on to me. You got to uh, learning how to sit with that dis that yucky feeling Mm -hmm. of explaining, no, I don't like this. Mm -hmm. Instead of running away from avoiding those feelings, you have to lean into it and grow up about it and own it. That's the only way I know of where you're going to get through it. And it's going to be awful. Mm -hmm. Yes. They're going to be anxious. Yes. They might be upset, but remember you set a boundary where you can say to yourself, for instance, I will not be responsible for his reaction, Mm -hmm. how he chooses to react is his responsibility, mm-hmm. not mine. Mm. What is my boundary? What I'm responsible for is how I feel about me right now in my relationship. And you can change your boundaries later, like yeah. it's about a particular act. Like this is just how I feel now. And, you know, five years, we can 10 revisit years, it. Yeah. 
five days later, you might yeah. change your mind on things and that's okay. Yeah. And it can go the other way. Like this used to be okay with me, but now it's not okay for me anymore. Right. And outside of marriage, we talk about consent a lot when it comes to sexual relationships, mm-hmm. but that same principle of consent is still very important in marriage relationships too. Yeah. And that's, we use different words for that often, like boundaries or sexual agency is another term that people throw out, but it's the same principle. We honor each other's bodies. We honor each other's preferences. And um, we, we, uh, we, you stand up to that anxiety and uh, oh. just be firm in that. Yeah. Very good. I, I yeah. like, I like that advice too, because we, we um, just recently told a couple, we were talking to them about being assertive in their communication. Mm-hmm. And in some of this, not all, not just in sex, but that was part of the issue, but just in several things that they would just normally shy away from having conversations from for. And, and I, I love that you said you got to just stand up and own it. Yeah. You, you got to own it. You got to fight through the anxiety. You have to articulate and communicate what's important to you so that your spouse knows that. And the the flip side, which is super important you're not responsible for the other person's response. Yes, that's very good. That's huge. That's very good. Because often we do take on that responsibility Absolutely. and it causes us to cower, yeah. right? Or to hold in what we what it is we want to say or what we right. what we feel because we feel like we need to shoulder that other person's response or at least guide where we think that other person's responsibility would be so that it remains comfortable for us. And we don't right. want to feel responsible for our spouse's negative reaction because then, you know, we'll feel like, oh, man, it's it's all my fault. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have said anything. Maybe I shouldn't say this because then he or she is going to react a certain way. Right. And I don't want them to feel bad or I don't want them to get upset or I don't want them to get frustrated or angry or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, the word is. And so that is taking on the responsibility of how they're going to react or feel that's good that's very good so very those good. of you for those of you who are listening that is a major like we didn't even we haven't even asked dan to officially give trade secrets <laughs> but he's been dropping them the whole time right <laughs> so that is a major major one you are not responsible for your mate's response yeah they have their own response ability yeah their their own it falls on their shoulders, mm-hmm. right? So I love that, Dan. Thank you for for sharing that. Let hey, let's go back to the app. You know, that's my okay. favorite thing. Let's go, <laughs> let's, let's go back to the app. So it, you said you're in software development, and it's interesting yes. that you would say that because a question I had, the the geek in me, was how difficult is it to create an app? But for you, uh, it probably wasn't because that's what I you do, do. It professionally all the time. <laughs> yeah. I think- it's funny you say that, like dreaming up the concepts, like, like on paper, like drawing it out, like, oh, I wanted to do this, this, this. That's a very creative process. Mm-hmm. So that's, is that, is that your question? Like, what's that process like? Yeah, Maybe. I was just, I was just curious because I, you know, we're kind a lot of, of beta testing with my wife. Right. I, I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Night after night. Hey, that would make sense. to test this again. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, I yeah. love, I love <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So talk a little bit too, because we've been talking about, at least I have been talking about when I refer to the app, I've been talking about the intimate, intimately us app, but talk about the other, cause you have a family of, of, of applications. So talk about the others as well. Briefly. Okay. I have, I have three apps right now and I'm working on my fourth. Mm-hmm. And 
I can give you a sneak peek on that if you're interested. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the, so the, uh, the the next one we have is Just Between Us. That's the chat app that you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. My wife and I like to flirt over text messaging. And we, the horror of like our kids reading our text messages <laughs> or also like the idea of like, I'm thinking I'm texting my wife. So I'm sending something very intimate and it ends up accidentally going to someone else. That's also like a fear of mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not, I don't, um, I'm not confirming or denying that that's ever happened. <laughs> but uh, uh, so the idea came, what if there was an app dedicated on my phone that's password protected that I can set a password for. Mm-hmm. And my wife is the only other possible person on the other side that can receive those messages. Mm-hmm. And I want everything double encrypted so that like no one in the middle, if our server ever gets hacked or anything, mm-hmm. like the worst case scenario ever happens, our, our, our photos, videos, and text messages that we send back and forth won't get out there in the public domain. It's mm-hmm. secret. So that was kind of a, a technical challenge we took upon ourselves during COVID. I'm like, I'm going to see if I can make this work. So um, my team and I, we programmed just between us. Nice. That app. Fantastic. The third app is called Anatomy of Marriage, which is actually one of our earlier apps. And that is not about intimacy or about as like, like intimately us is very heavy on, on sexual intimacy. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, anatomy of marriage app is very much on communication. Mm-hmm. It's about understanding each other's family of origin mm-hmm. and how that impacts the worldview. Mm-hmm. It's about how to resolve conflicts in a relationship. And there's a little bit about sex and intimacy as well, but the majority of it is how to communicate better. So what we did for the inspiration for that was talking to a marriage and family therapist, mm-hmm. a friend of mine. He's got a PhD in this as well. Mm-hmm. Super smart guy. And he just sees couples. He has a private practice mm-hmm. and he's dishing out the same advice every day, day after day. Right. So I'm like, hey, can I like video you like with and organize this um, from what he's talking about? So we did, but we wrote scripts first, and then we took it to a comedy writer that punched up the scripts so that they're funny. Mm, And then we filmed it all, but in short, like three to five minute segments. And you do your homework right inside the app. So you watch the segment, and then you can like answer the questions, and you can sync that with your spouse also if you choose to. So you can like both watch this on like, you know, family of origin and how your family that you come from impacts the way you interact in your family. You answer the questions and you can like see your answers and your spouse's answers. So it's a good conversation starting point. Wow. Very that's cool. awesome. Very cool. And and that's, you know, the communication piece is a needed piece. Like those are, these are like crucial apps that you need to have yeah. in very, your very library, on your phone, on your tablet. Listen, we download a bunch of crazy stuff every day right. that just kills our time and doesn't afford us any level of education or doesn't give us the opportunity to excel in any area of our lives. Mm -hmm. You have several apps from Dan that can take your marriage and make it like Dan said, like we all want a marriage like Dan's, right? We want it to be smoking. I'm still working on mine, but yes, (laughs) to the day I die. We're trying to get to that smoldering stage. So that, that's, that, that is, that is awesome. Listen, I, I definitely want people to know how they can get in touch with you, how they can get these apps, how they can get into the course. And we'll dig into that in just a minute. But first we want to play a really quick game with you and then we'll get into that. Don't worry. 
Don't worry. It's, it. it's all good. <laughs> it's a very simple game. And if I would have thought about it, I would have tailored the questions to make them more intimacy related. But I didn't think about it. So we're going to go you with the same one. Intimacy related. Just add in bed at the end. There you, there you huh. go. See, Dan's been to a, uh, to many a restaurant. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that Ever might go work. To a Chinese restaurant yep. and get a fortune cookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That might work. (laughs) So it's called 60 Second Think Fast. And I'm going to ask you 10 questions. And each question has um, the answers. There's two answers and you have to pick one of the two answers. For example, what's your favorite color, blue or green? And you have to pick one of those two colors. And Oliver is going to set the timer for 60 seconds. So it's going to put us under a little bit of pressure. And so think what you just said in the bed. <laughs> uh, actually, I retract that because that'd be a little bit too personal and awkward. That's true. Let's, that's true. Let's, All right, we'll scratch it. Scratch it. Let's just keep it. Keep it. I don't simple. think the listeners want to hear that. So. <laughs> You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> All right. So here we go. You ready? Go. Okay. See the movie or read the book? See the movie. Summer or winter? Summer. Morning person or night owl? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, morning. Small town or big city? Small town. Car or truck? Uh, car. Gym or outdoor exercise? Outdoor. Tropical island or ski resort? Mm, both. <laughs> I'm in Utah, so I have to say ski. Okay. Action movie or comedy? Comedy. Uh, Baseball or football? Football. Last one. Try a new dish or play it safe? Try a new dish. Awesome. Cool. We had had about eight, nine seconds left, so it's all good. Very cool. It's all good. Listen, Dan, thank you so much. This this was phenomenal. I was excited to meet the, the... the person behind this the app, mastermind. man, I, I was I was really excited to have this conversation because you know, it's not every day you, you meet the person behind, you know, one of the apps on the your apps phone. That you, you know use. what I mean? Like, that's pretty cool. I just want everyone <laughs> to know as well that the apps are very clean. They look amazing. Oh, yeah. They're well fun done. to use. Like, well done. They're very well done. They're fun to use. They're very clean, like I said, and the information is just so beneficial. And I really love that you have that educational piece in there as well, because it's a fun app, right? But also there's that educational piece. It's so well-rounded. And I really, really hope that everyone that's listening gets the app. They'll be amazed. They'll love it. They won't regret it at all. Really, really good stuff. Yes, it's awesome. And listen, for those of you who are listening, Dan does way more than this, right? Mm-hmm. So yes. we're going to give you a chance to plug what you guys have going on, how we can get a hold of you on social media and, and so forth. And so take it away. Let us know how we can how we can get in touch with you. Thank you. I've loved being on your show. Oh, man. I love the work that you two are doing, too. Thank you. Thank this you. is really good. And I like your idea of trade secrets because <laughs> in a way, these things are secrets mm-hmm. because... Uh, you don't learn them like we we need to be talking about these things far more often than we yes. do. 
Indeed. Yeah. And I, I, my hope is that the next generation after us are going to be that much better. And the right. generation after them are going to be even better too. So yeah. indeed, awesome work you two are doing. Thank you Man, so much. Thank you. We appreciate that. Thank, thank you so you. much. My website is getyourmarriageon.com. And that's the best place to, for all of the stuff that we're working on. I'm on Instagram at getyourmarriageon.com. Sorry, getyourmarriageon. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's where you'll find all, all, all the things. Excellent. All the things. Get your marriage get on. Get your marriage on. And we'll, get we'll, your marriage on. Yeah, we'll make sure that that's in the show notes as well so that you're just one click away from getting these apps and getting in touch with Dan and guys. Everything he has going on. The coaching on. program and, and all of that. It's good stuff. So listen, this is how we're going to end. I want you to give us one trade secret that we can take away. Listen, if you don't take anything away from this, which I hope you took a million things away from this mm-hmm. conversation, but what's the one thing you want to leave us with before we go? I believe strongly that great relationships aren't built by like sporadic, big, elaborate ways of expressing love mm-hmm. done sporadically. Mm-hmm. Instead, they're little acts done consistently every day over time. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I like that. Yeah. And the Intimately Us app uh, philosophy, uh, uh, you know, um, embraces that philosophy because on the home screen of the app every day, it gives you a daily intimacy challenge. Yes, I didn't and do mine today. About five minutes to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, and even if you don't do them, just the mere prompt of do something today to show love to your spouse. Mm-hmm. And whatever that looks like will build a stronger marriage far faster than an expensive trip to some exotic tropical island. So uh, take the time every day. That's, that's my trade secret. I love that it. That is really great. I love it. And I, Chip I, away at it. I am delinquent. I haven't done that. The daily, <laughs> the daily prompt for today. I haven't done it. So yeah. I'm so, delinquent. <laughs> yeah. So the day that this is being recorded, um, if I remember correctly, the challenge for today is text your fantasies. I think was today's challenge or did you get something different no no everyone gets something different okay so you got something all right so mine when i opened it today Uh that was mine so okay so mine was (laughs) share something vulnerable and i'm paraphrasing share something vulnerable with your spouse that you haven't shared with him before or Mm, something like that so nice yeah listen guys you got to get this app you got to go to the website yes you got to listen to this episode again and mm-hmm. download it and share it with a friend because this is these are the things that we need to have in our library mm-hmm. as we are building our lives together as we are going through this journey called marriage any and all resources that are at your disposal you should be just grabbing them up mm-hmm. and this is a good one a good one this is a good one thank you so much Dan thank you man awesome Awesome, 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 man. Thank you to your lovely wife, too. Yes, Yes. indeed. Indeed, yes. Thank you so much. God's blessing on you and your family, Mm -hmm. the work that you're doing, the things that you're creating. May they continue to be just a blessing to everybody who gets their hands on it. Absolutely. Thank you. You too. This has been another episode of Trade Secrets. Make sure you visit www.denali.org for more engaging content and for other ways to connect with Oliver and Denise. Also, don't forget to subscribe and share this episode. Until next time, God bless.